Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of What Are We Doing? with your hosts, Becca and Ari. What are we doing? Guys, there's been a lot of speculation online about where Ari and I have been for the past two weeks, and we just want to let you guys know that we got in one of the biggest fights we have ever been in. I mean, bud, like, do you want to say anything, or are you just going to sit there? Like, like, I, I just think it isn't my job to say what happened. Like, this was, like, this is kind of you. Okay, um, okay. Constantly putting it on me, whatever. Okay, so basically, something happened where Ari just, you know, she dropped the ball with the dedication to the podcast. Um... You know what you always you say, say it's me? No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just saying you always say it's me. Mm. And it's just absolutely not okay because you're spitting blatant lies, Becca. I am. <laughs> this is all. <laughs> this wow. is Oscar winning all acting. Oscar you kind of scared acting. me because I was like, oh shit. Oh my god, I am. <gasps> wow. Stop. That was good. In all seriousness, Ari and I are not fighting. I don't even think there's ever been a time where we've gotten in a fight that, like, we wouldn't talk. Like, nothing like that would ever happen, I feel like. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't I don't foresee that ever happening. I feel like we'd get in a fight, and then Ari would just be like, you're being annoying. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. And then, like, two hours later, we'd be fine. <laughs> we'd just, like, forget about it. No, we were um, on a little two-week hiatus. Um, I had a family member pass away. Um, it was, I lost my grandpa. It was really sad, but also there are some silver linings to it, but I just took the two weeks to be with my family and, um, I, I told Becca, I'm like, are you okay if we don't record the, record the podcast? Oh my God. She's like, it's okay. You guys, she literally calls me and she's like kind of crying, kind of just cry- panicked. No, hysterically crying, yeah. I know, but then you like stop crying and you're like, I don't even have my mic with me. And I was like, why are you even thinking about the podcast right now? Like, this is dedication. Like, she literally loves you guys. So you're welcome. I know. I love you guys so much, but we are back. Yes, um, we are back. Ever. I will say. And we are not in a fight. No, we are not in a fight, and I will say, bud, your grandpa's funeral um, was so, like, as 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 much as you can say, like, oh, obviously funerals are a horrible thing, like, it was just such a beautiful, like, recognition of him, and, like, you gave, like, the most beautiful speech, and so I obviously started crying during your speech, and I, like... I know, I can't <laughs> believe I made you cry. I Snapchatted her, I'm like, oh, bud, you made me cry, and she literally sends me back a Snapchat saying, I can't believe you cried, pussy, like... <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny um but yeah it was a beautiful re- celebration of life and that's why we were on a two-week break but we are back now better than ever and ready to record so let's start with some highs and lows we haven't done these in yeah, two weeks do i don't even like i remember know. i, I don't remember how to low? speak english i don't even know how okay, to podcast hello obviously like my low is pretty obvious Um, it was not recording the podcast (laughs) no it was um yes but it was um obviously my grandpa passing away it was really hard because you know obviously grandparents are older they pass away but this was this one was just extra hard because he truly was like my father I talked to him every single day Mm -hmm. 
about every, he knew every little tiny thing about my life. He knew every little tiny thing about, he knew about Becca's life. He knew about, oh my God, yeah. He knew about every single little thing. I, I have not gone a day without talking to him since he passed. And it's just, it's crazy. He was, he was my best friend. So it was really more like losing a father mm-hmm. than it was losing a grandpa. So it was definitely hard, definitely hard. So that that's going to have to be pretty big low. I feel like that'll be a low for the next years to come because he was just such like yes. a huge presence. And I mean, even I felt it and I only saw him, you know, whenever he'd be in town, but you're the one who obviously he was your grandpa. So, I mean, that's going to be, it's going to be a tough one, but we're so proud of you, bud. And my Thank low you. is, sounds so bad now, but I'm like, there's so much no, snow. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good low. Thank you. Thanks. Don't There's, don't don't devaluate devaluate. Yep, devalue devalue. Oh my god! See, I told you two weeks yeah. away, and I stopped speaking English. Don't don't put less value on your lows. Sure. Because I just blew all the lows out of the water. That doesn't well, mean your low is any less important. That's a, I mean, that's true, but my low is definitely just like, a, ugh, I'm cold, and there's so much snow, and ugh, how dare this? But, I mean, that's honestly how I'm feeling. It's cold, there's so much snow, and it's supposed to snow more tonight, and we already have, like, three feet, it feels like, so now we're going to have, like, three and a half feet. But, you know, there's silver linings to everything, and at least it's really pretty when it snows for, like, a second. I agree. And then it gets gross. And then, then it's slush. And then you're like, Ugh. And then there's dogs pee in it, and you, like, look at all the yellow snow, and it's actually disgusting. But <laughs> for the yes. first day, it looks great. Do you have a high, bud? I do have a high. Um, so this actually is, like, the other side of the coin mm. of, the, of my grandpa's passing. I did spend a lot of time with my family, So it was actually really nice because we didn't really go on our phones a lot. It was really centered around family. We, we all ate dinner together. We talked about met, we talked, you know, we talked about him. We looked through photos. We shared memories. We also, you know, we cried together. We laughed together. It just was really beautiful too. So, um, I have to say that that was definitely a high. And it's very, I feel like, very well known that, like, beautiful moments come from really unfortunate things. Like, because everybody's obviously banding together. And, I mean, these are going to be some of the best memories you have now. Like, you know, where you got to see your family for a solid week straight when you wouldn't really have gotten to in normal everyday life, you know? Yeah, and I think that I'm totally the type of person that doesn't like sadness. I just want everyone to be happy and positive all the time. I'm like, be happy, be happy. Everything's good. Everything's good. No one be negative. No, everyone be happy. But I really learned this past weekend that it's okay to lean into those feelings of sadness once in a while, because if you don't really lean in and feel those feelings, like deeply feel them, then you're going to try and get rid of them by almost repressing them. Mm-hmm. And and then it just, you just don't fully get to get it, it get to work through it properly, if right. that makes sense. For, no, so for sure. So I just, so I could feel, it almost was, a, it's so cathartic. It was a sense of relief when I'd be 
crying and so upset and crying with my family and really letting those feelings out. And then after when we did have a happy moment, I had felt like my tank, my sadness, I had let it all out without, I wasn't, there wasn't something bottled up inside Mm -hmm. that I wasn't letting come out, if that makes sense. No, for sure. I think that's a, that was really beautifully said and so true. We can all learn a lot from Ari, guys. She's a soul searcher these days. Um, Stop it. What, what's your high, bud? Oh, I am getting my second vaccine on Wednesday and it really just is like starting to hit home that like there is an end, like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, you know? Yeah. And Johnson and Johnson, um, their single dose or single, yeah, single shot vaccine might also be approved um, by the end of this week oh, or around maybe next week. Which is, you know, a lot of people, a little coronavirus vaccine news, Mm. um, this, a lot of people are a little less optimistic about the, Mm. about the Johnson and Johnson because it's 66% effective overall, supposedly. I think, I don't, I I think maybe in the U.S. versus, you know, the Pfizer and the Moderna, which are in the 90s. However, the... It, the shot is 85% effective, I'm pretty sure, in the U.S. against severe severe disease and, like, hospitalization death. Right. Which is truly the most important part. Yes. You don't want the, the severe stuff. And you know what? 85, the flu, the flu shot, the flu vaccine is 40 to 60% effective every year. Right. So 66% versus no percent, versus 0%, plus... If you're 85%, like if I got Corona and I got, and I had the Johnson and Johnson, so I got a milder case, mm-hmm. I'd so much rather have that and people have milder case. So that would help the public health system because they wouldn't be, you know, dealing with too much, too many people and not enough supplies and, mm-hmm. and, and all that, all that type of stuff. So I'm, I'm very optimistic about it and I would gladly get it. I am too. And also when you already have, I mean, I don't really know the exact number, but it's something of like 20 million already vaccinated with Pfizer and Moderna. Like the fact that you already have an X amount of people vaccinated and then people are still going to continue getting Pfizer and Moderna. So between, you know, when we eventually get herd immunity, some of us will be 90 to 95, some of us will be 65 to 70. But either way, at that point, we're going to be lowering hospitalizations. We're going to be lowering the spread. We're going to be stopping the spread, stopping the curve, whatever. So I think it's all positive, all exciting things. And it leads in perfectly to our topic today, um, which is we wanted to talk about what Ari and I think from a non-scientific perspective from literally just- Again, if you couldn't tell from our last episode, (laughs) we don't know that much. We know nothing, but we wanted to just kind of talk about what we think the world will look like post-pandemic because I don't know if you did this, bud, but I journaled when we were finding out in March kind of like about everything. And it's so interesting for me to go back and read that knowing what I know now. So I think this could be like a cool time capsule of like in a year from now, listening back to what we thought the world would be like and, you know, and seeing if, it, if we were right, if we were wrong, if anything's the same, etc. I also just find it so funny that when we started this podcast, because we can almost look back to the our first episode, we were sitting in your garage. Mm-hmm. It was, we were like, there are no answers. Right. We have no idea what's going on. TikTok might be banned. Like there was just so many things <laughs> going on. Gigi and Hadid's it's just having interesting. a baby. 
did you get deets having a baby? But it was just so interesting to see. It's almost like these podcasts can kind of show what's going on in the world based on, you know, what we talk about and what place we're in. Right. So the fact that we're even able to talk now about life post-pandemic is just amazing and should be a plus for everyone. Yes. Amazing. So my first question that I wrote down, and it actually, like, kind of relates to something that my friends and I were talking about this morning, was how long do you think masks will stick around? Do you think they're going to just become a part of daily life? Do you think... Like, some people will wear them, other, people's, other people won't. Like, what is your take on the mask situation? I think masks are going to definitely stick around, but they're going to gradually fade out. Totally. So I don't think it's going to be, like, one day, okay, no one has to wear masks anymore. But I think it's just going to almost start to, like, teeter dwindle. off. Yeah, like, dwindle, where... A lot of people wear masks, and then, and then I think that you know more people get vaccinated, and the summer comes, and then restaurants will you'll stop needing to probably wear masks, and then or maybe restaurants you know the servers will still wear masks, but maybe the rules start to relax mm -hmm. more and more and more. So maybe you don't need to wear masks outside all the time. Then mm -hmm. maybe there'll be less rules. You can stand less than six feet apart from each other. Then it just I think it will start to dwindle slowly until it comes to a point like I don't think it's going to be a sharp everyone stops wearing masks right I think that people will probably wear masks for the next little bit but I also think it depends on the age like I yeah. said and this might be horrible but I said to I think I was talking to my dad or someone I said unfortunately or you know unfortunately with people in around like high school to I mean, maybe even middle school, but high school to your 20s or, like, mid-20s, people are really not going to care. Like, this summer especially, mm -hmm. if, pe if, if people are... St I mean, there's obviously going to be people who are, like, we need to care and we need to do this properly. But if by the summer they're still trying to enforce, like, the no gatherings, whatever... I just, I just, I just don't think people are going to follow it. I really don't. Because people that... Not everyone followed it this summer, and mm -hmm. there was no answer. But now, if there's enough vaccines to possibly have 300 million people vaccinated by July, and that means a lot of people will probably be vaccinated by May, mm -hmm. I think that people aren't, like, younger people are not going to take it as seriously. And that's not me being, like, the COVID police. Because, honestly, like, I see both sides, and I think right. you should be careful, especially around people you love. And it's just people take it to varying degrees. But, yeah. Um, that's, th those are my thoughts. What are yours, bud? I have this, like, theory that definitely has no scientific evidence or any, like, reason to it. It's just something I think. Like, I really feel like by, like, January of 2022, maybe, um, like, you know how right now we have so many signs in stores that are, like, no entrance without a mask, whatever. I think those signs will turn to, like, masks strongly encouraged but not required. Like, I think yes, it'll be, like, mask 100%. optional. Mask optional. I, I think it'll definitely go to there. Um, what else? Oh, can I say something that really bothers me? It's on this topic. Of course. So this has just been really getting to me. I am annoyed with every single news outlet ever because here's why. I get it that they're 
are a lot of uncertainties. You shouldn't just stop wearing a mask and not being careful. But I just feel like every news outlet or the ones, every news article I've seen recently has been so negative, so apocalyptic. Like the coronavirus um, cases are declining, but just wait until new variants come and take over again. So or negative. They'll be like, so what pessimistic. Else they say? They'll be like, new vaccine, new vaccines are coming and might be approved, but coronavirus is a long way away. I or, always you know, see, but the cold is see, stopping. Sorry, I always yeah. see like you'll get like getting the vaccine, still no traveling, no going outside, no gathering, and no seeing anyone. I'm like, then why are we even getting this vaccine? Like they're really not plugging this thing to be great. It's not even that. It's the fact that it's like, well, there's still no end in sight. I'm like, okay. Here's, and this, again, no scientific knowledge or previous whatever here, but there is an end in sight. The vaccines yeah. are helping. The cases right now are declining. That doesn't mean oh. they won't spike up again, but that's a good thing. Very good. And and um, vac- more vaccines are coming out. The vaccine supply is, is, is going up. Distribution's mm-hmm. getting better. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand. And look, with the cases going down yes there are still a lot of things to be cautious of and it's totally you know, not time to be like woo whatever but i don't understand why we can't just be a little happy or a little like you know this is something good like a little light without being positive like, qualifying it qualifying it with but before you get happy think of all the horrible things that are going right. to happen i'm like do we have to make everything so bad right i agree and i think like honestly if I feel like we've lived life in fear for almost a year now that, like, we just need some positivity and, like, this thing will end. And right now, even though apparently we have a vaccine, all these news outlets are like, but it's never ending. Like, okay, chill. Like, this thing will end. We just need to start thinking positively. And it's honestly, at at some point, it's just going to become a part of daily life, which is, like, hard to think about because we haven't gotten to that point yet. But, like, at some point, I don't know. What do you mean a part of daily life? Well, no, like it's not, like it's never going to be exterminated. Like it's not like smallpox. Like if oh yeah, no. Like eventually you're gonna if when I'm like forty, let's say I get a flu, it could be COVID. I could get a cold. I could get COVID. I could get the flu. I could get swine flu. I could get bronchitis. Like I think it's just going to be looped in with one of those things that we get. Yeah, but the pandemic itself will be over. Will at end some point. and will and I just. And people are like, not for a long time. I'm like, no, probably, and this is me just guessing, a couple <laughs> of months, it's going to be, you know, still, same thing, you still want to be careful, but yeah. it's going to slowly, in my opinion, start to get better. And I just think that when we have these small, not even small, when we have these wins, like mm-hmm. a single dose shot or a single shot being, you know, might be cleared by the FDA, um, distribution is amping up and we're getting more vaccines per day the the numbers are declining like crazy why can't we celebrate this without qualifying it with something horrible after it like yes i agree you should you don't want to get people to be like oh who cares anymore like let's just go have fun but i still think there should be some more optimism that's just my that's just my own personal opinion I agree, and I also think positivity and a positive mindset can get you very far, personally. Like, sometimes it, it saves lives. So I think, like, we can, all, we can all just use a little positivity. And, I mean, look at the Super Bowl. Like, 25,000 people were there. They were masked, and they it went off without a hitch. I haven't heard of anything 
crazy of like the Super Bowl being a super spreader event. Granted, I think they're all vaccinated, but even then that should be a win too. Like that's amazing. So I think clearly some sense of normalcy the fact that, is that possible. Scientists, yeah, and the fact that scientists were able to create this vaccine so, so quickly exciting. and it's so, so exciting. effectively, like that's insane. Like that's a huge, huge feat and a historic win. Mm-hmm. So come on. Let's just come on. Freaking positive. I agree. Totally. Um, and then my last question about this was just like, when do you think people will feel comfortable? But now that I'm saying it out loud, like, I really just think it depends on the person because like, I am half vaccinated. But even before that, like, my family felt comfortable going out to eat. My family felt comfortable going out to eat inside because we knew what experts were saying about the six six foot, you know, rules. So I think it's really just up to people and and what they feel comfortable with. But I really do think some people will just always be cautious. And I mean, we can't control that. That's just on people. Yeah, I think it all just depends on the individual's level of comfort. And it varies. Some people are like, great, once this starts to get better, I don't care. Some people want to stick it out and wait a little bit more, wait till they start, you know, have a little bit of a slower reentrance. Mm-hmm. I think that it just depends on the person. What I, I have a question for you, though, mm-hmm. to, to wrap this up. What is, in the, say, the pandemic is over, over, like, mostly, I mean, obviously nothing's ever going to be over, over, but, like, to the point where it's, like, you can basically resume normal life again, what is the first thing you're going to do? I am booking a plane ticket to either Ireland, Italy, or Greece, and I'm doing that because, if anything, this pandemic's made me realize that, like, life can change so fast, and, like, what, like your normal day life or like all these things you want to do can just be taken away from you. So the fact that I haven't done that, like it, it's just like hurting me that I, that I didn't, I wasn't like living before that. Like I was, but you know what I mean? Like I want to yeah. just start like taking advantage of the opportunities and like stop just thinking and actually do it. So I want to like travel somewhere and, and see the world and not my own bedroom. Love it. What about Love you? Love it. I am going to go to a club or a bar and dance. Love it. Love it. I just want to dance. I want to be in a crowded, fun Kiss a random stranger. Kiss a random stranger Mm. and be like, okay. So that is what I will be doing once things get better. I cannot wait for that, bud. I will be right there with you. That'll be so so fun. Um, Okay. Speaking of... um, exciting things. We are now moving on to our pop culture segment where we talk about something exciting going on in the news or well, pop culture specifically. And we like to call it da 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 da. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? I trust that that was together. We'll see. Um, We shall see. We might have the same what's poppin', but I don't really care because Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. And that's what mine was. It must be discussed. It must be discussed. But honestly, Crazy. I think I think it, not like oh, it's a long time coming. But it was a long time coming. No, it was a long time coming. They're just so different. Yes, I mean I'm acting like oh yeah, they're my best friends. I know, but they yeah, just, those, those two are just so people, different. Well, also you have to. This is one thing I think that is so different about them that I think probably caused a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. Kim as a person is very strategic and yes, calculated in a 
good way, I believe, like about her actions. So if you've ever, she's very much like a politician. If you see her on a talk show or whatever, she's very careful about her answers, what she reveals, what she doesn't reveal. She knows how to spin things. She's really smart. Whereas Kanye is just super, like, rash. Out there. Just lets yes. it all out. Um, word vomits everywhere. Um, and just kind of lets things, every, anything, he has no filter. Anything he thinks come as, comes out of his mouth. And that is completely opposite from Kim. And I think that definitely caused a lot of tension. Some I'm tension. guessing they had different values. I, yeah. I don't know. I also think Kanye, it, it has like come to light of all of his like mental struggles and mental illness. And I really do feel like that is something that he needs to work on himself and like Kim can't be in the picture for. And like that's that's horrible because I feel like especially if it's like your husband or your partner going through it, like you want to be there to help him. But I think like she's probably been trying for however long they've been together, seven years. And at some point, like it just becomes like a, a it can't be a two person battle. Like it has to be just him. And I think he needs to work on himself. And I I, I don't know if this is any of this is true. I just this is what I'm assuming. But I do think that's part of the reason that led to like the divorce and the conflict because I think they're just on different paths of like stages of life and they need to figure it out separately. Yeah. And Kanye is kind of spiraling with, you know, trying to run for president and also spitting out things about his Kim wanting to abort North and all this stuff. Sorry. Whereas Kim is, growing two incredibly successful businesses. She's going to law school. Kids a lot. She's going to law school. So I just feel like their paths are diverging even more. And I think it's just becoming more apparent all their differences. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I get it. She's a very, very powerful woman. And um, I think this is the right choice for her. I agree. I'm sad that they couldn't make it work together, but I really do think they they must have been trying for seven years, and I think they made a beautiful family because of it. I don't think that they will be ever, like, leaving each other's lives for good because obviously they need to co-parent, but I can see this being helpful for both of them, and who knows what holds the, what who knows what the future holds for Kim Ye? I guess we'll find out. And who do you think that Kim will date next? I know that's kind of bad go, to think about because they're just getting divorced, but I'm, I'm curious. I don't know. I feel like maybe she'll take some time to just, like, for herself. Because, like, that's a big, like... Oh, no. I think she'll take a lot of time for herself. But I'm saying once she is ready to start oh. dating again, who do you think she's going to date? She'll probably go back to Chris Humphrey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know. I can't even think about her. Like, when I think of Kim, I think of Kanye. So I can't even begin to think about who maybe she would date. I don't know. I have a theory. Who is it? Prince Harry. I think she'll date, no, I think she'll date, like, a really powerful lawyer. Ooh, I, like a, maybe, like, a businessman like, beau, a little lawyer yeah, beau. Yeah, like a not, a not celebrity rapper. I think she's going to mm. go into, like, the business world, like, the really powerful lawyers. Because her dad was a lawyer. She's and you always date someone like your dad. That's what I hear. And, well, also, she just, I feel like I could see her kind of... Almost like horrible, like graduating from like the rappers and going Same. to like the the lawyers, the business yes. guys. That's just my thought, but we shall see. I think that's a great thought, bud. I am interested to see that. I think that I can really see that happening. Okay, bud. Thanks, bud. 
do you have anything for what are we watching, or do you want to just jump into Blast from the Past? So I don't have a Blast from the Past. I have a What Are We Watching. Okay, and do you I have also have. No, I have a. Well, I do a Blast from the Past, but I'm gonna save it now that I know that you have a What Are We Watching because I also have a What Are We Watching. Oh, perfect. Okay. So let's do What Are We What Are We Watching. That was a quick one. Oh, I like it. What are we watching? What are we watching? <laughs> what are we watching? Next Next Eric. Wait, is what are you me. watching? Is what are you watching the Britney documentary? Because it's not mine, but just curious. No, it's not mine either. Oh, because I really just felt like my impression there was like I, I should watch it too. I should. Uh, yeah. Wait, baby. I mean, uh, <laughs> wait, I think I need to wait. One second. My loneliness. That was pretty good. It's killing me and I. Is that even Britney Spirit? Yeah, it is. Hit me, baby. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Wait, what are you watching? What are we watching? So I just started when I was with my family. We were trying to look for just like a fun light show to watch to kind of take our minds off of things. And we started this show called Ted Lasso. Oh. And it's, but you have to watch it. What's the I'm platform? On the, it's on Apple TV. I have Apple TV. So. But I'm sure you could probably find it other places, maybe. But I just started watching it with them. And it is, I'm only on the third episode. It is so funny. It's basically, it ta- it's about this really um, famous, really good British soccer team, or I guess their football team. And this, basically this really powerful woman and she's married to this, or she was married to this guy who is kind of a rich tycoon. He, a womanizer, he mm. ended up divorcing her, and he was just such a playboy. But in their divorce, somehow she got a hold of the team Ooh. in the divorce. But the thing is, is that, so that was the team her hus- her ex-husband owned. So her goal is to basically take down the team and make sure because it, it, it is one of the best teams in in Britain and so she's like I'm going to make this team horrible. So she hires this these two coaches from like Kansas who teach like a football at like a small college or something and one of them is Jason Sudeikis and they're like how do y'all like they're very and he is it is just and they don't know anything about coaching soccer. And it's just, and it's Jason Sudeikis and these, these American, you know, farm town coaches with these famous British soccer players. And it's just the dynamic is, it's hilarious. It is so funny. And you'll love it because I think you'll know some of the, you'll know some of the British actors in it, I think. Yeah, I love me a good British actor, so I'm sure I will love it. Yeah, you'll love it. Um... We kind of mentioned this on the podcast, I think it was, like, three weeks ago, maybe four. Um, I finished Bling Empire. And What did you think? Okay, I have a lot to say about it because it, it like, captivated me, and I, I loved watching it, and, like, it, I thought it was great. But I also kind of felt like it was, like, a little overproduced. Like, there was some times where I questioned if this was actually reality, and I felt that way with, like, Selling Sunset, too. But, like, I honestly, at the end, I didn't really care, ultimately, and I thought it was great. It's crazy that people actually live like that. Anna reminds me of Miss Piggy. Just, I, that's not even, like... She does. She, she is Miss Piggy with, like, $600 million. And I what threw me off was, like, all the nudity. I know, because you forget that it's it's Netflix and they can do that. 
but like they're really crossing a barrier of like this is really reality TV. Like like I mean, obviously it's it's reality scripted and like shown to do different things, but like someone really just got naked on camera because that's just their daily life. But it was crazy. I also, I agree with you. I think it's definitely overproduced, mm-hmm. but it was really interesting to see Very. just how these people spend money and just kind of like, oh yeah, we'll just buy it. And just like, like the status, like just like, oh, this person is part of this dynasty and she was getting all the shit for not being Insane. able to have a kid, but like it was actually on him, but because she's the woman and the man can never look like, you know, never look whatever the word is inferior to a woman like obviously the woman took the brunt of the blame even though it was the man's fault for not having kids and like it was just like crazy baby g is going is like everything i would baby like g. to be baby g is more wealthy than i will he has ever no be idea. He has he has no so idea he has so much wealth that- in his pinky finger that i have my whole <laughs> life like he's crazy but i hope he gets into those preschools because those are some great photos I know. So definitely, I would definitely recommend. Also, one last thing. It's a movie. Did you see Tall Boys Love Before 3? Yes, and it was the cutest movie. Okay, can I tell you my thoughts? Okay, yes, I but thought, real quick before you go, I'm in no place to accept criticism on this movie. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just kidding. too bad. I No, I thought it was, I. so I loved the first one. I yeah. did not like the second one. Hated the second. And I, I did. I hated the second, but I did like the third. I thought mm-hmm. this one was really cute. However, I thought it was kind of boring. Like there was nothing. It was too you know long. In the, it was not only was it too long, but it was just kind of like yes, it, it was really realistic, which I appreciated. Like yeah. the real struggles of like you love someone, but you're going you're going far away. You and you. It's just it's it's hard. However, I thought like the first one was really exciting because it's like oh my god there's like the hot tub scene and then mm. oh and then they're in a and then peter does something is he gonna mess up and then it's just tense but this one was just kind of i feel like it was really realistic and really cute and i really it, it was very normal which i liked but it was kind of boring to me yeah there was definitely some boring parts and it was too long it could have been cut down at least 30 minutes but what i will say as trilogies go I didn't like I didn't like the second movie, but I was happy to watch it and I was like it was based off a book so they had to include it. But like I loved I love the series. I'm glad that they are still so close in Same. real life cuz like the kissing booth, I don't I don't even want to watch the third. Like <laughs> the kissing booth is just such a train wreck, but I can't keep my eyes away right. because exactly. I just am so interested. I saw the TikTok and I, still I was watch like those movies. What scene in a movie makes you so uncomfortable and it's her being like, chin? I want to climb you like a jungle chin. <laughs> Those no. movies are so bad, but like you can't not watch. And I feel like this movie, it didn't have... These movies the, are... It didn't have the cringe. Like it genuinely just felt like no. they were in high school going and doing high school things. Like I just thought it was perfectly done and... It was. It the was a beautiful. The acting is really good. I yes. love Lana Condor. Condor. Love yeah, her. I, I love her. Um, but I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was really cute. Mm-hmm. Definitely a solid trilogy. I would have liked a little bit more, like higher stakes. Yeah. In the third movie, but I, I'm still impressed with the series. It's not just kind of running all over the place in like a dance dance revolution concert, <laughs> <laughs> like kissing booth. 
I'm glad that she never told them she wants to climb him like a jungle gym. So thank God for that. But yeah, I think honestly, if you're ever looking for like a quick movie to watch, I would recommend to all the boys. Just oh, so good. And I like that they use the I like me better when I'm with you. Like they use oh, it in the I first and the third. Yes. Like the graphics were so good when there they was turned. a lot of I, I love the, the full circle things that, yeah. that came around. Like the first so things that happened in the first movie that also happened in the third movie, like the love letters. Yep. Um, oh my god, I'm gonna need chills. And she's like, it's perfect for writing love letters, and like that's how it all started. Ah. Mm-hmm. I know. And then Sorry like him, for giving spoilers. But like him getting like reconnected with his dad, like just all of it just kind of came full circle. And it was and then the wedding, oh, it was just beautiful. And yeah, I think it was a great trilogy for them, or a great movie for them to go en- to go out on. I am a little surprised they never mentioned the second movie at all in the third movie. Like, yeah, John Ambrose just like disappeared. Like, he just Jordan never Fisher showed up and then got out as fast as he could and went right back to Broadway. So confusing, but I mean, I didn't need him to be in it, so it was fine. Um, yeah, that was our what what are we watching segment. So, Bud, do you have anything else to add to the podcast? Do you want to really assure them that we are still friends, that we're not fighting? We are still friends. We will always be friends. And, um, yeah, Becca was actually one of the first people I told when tragedy hit. So she tragedy is strikes. And will, when tragedy strikes. So she is and will always be um, one of my truly best friends. Ugh. And um, I'm happy to be back. I'm With that, that being said, um, but I'm going to come visit you once I get my second shot so that yes. I can we can podcast in person not because I like want to see you but like definitely the podcast in person like this the comes podcast first. comes first yeah for sure so with that being said we will be back next week we can't wait we love you guys and we are always taking podcast recommendations the queen of cursive has been notorious for giving us some topics so if you guys have anything you want to hear discussed please let us know on our instagram or just message both of us on our private instagrams and Yeah, we love you guys, and we can't wait to talk to you all next week. See ya. Bye.